What is up, everybody? Welcome to Wayward Artists in the Wayward World. I'm Sid, and joining me today is my friend, fellow Wayward Artist, fellow Leftover, once again. Like, I think that's like, what, um, five out of six, kind of, like, with Leftovers? Uh, Wayward Artist, it's Joshua Mont- Montelongo. How are you doing, Josh? I'm good. How are you? I, Josh, you know what? Like, we've known each other for 10 years, and you were like 16 or 17 years old, and I don't think we have ever talked face-to-face no. before like like together like alone like in person i know in tiny chats we always did but we never, never. did it. like in tiny chats like in tiny chats and like google plus like we were in with the group but like we yeah. never had like a not a one-on-one kind of thing why do you think that is like i have no idea yeah like did we just like i don't know yeah and you're the only leftover i haven't met yet so you're still on my list this is kind of bullshit because you live in washington <laughs> i know yeah, so you guys should come to Spokane, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, nice trip. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a quick, you, like, five-hour drive from here, probably. Probably six, um, mm-hmm. depending on. Unless Kevin's driving, maybe it'll be less. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whether probably. that's a good or bad thing. Um, Josh, how are you doing? I'm pretty good. Um, yeah. Yeah, just got, out of, just got off of work a few hours ago, so. Yeah. Just kind of enjoying the rest of my Sunday. That's good to hear. I mean, was it kind of like a half day at work? No, it was a full day. Got oh, up pretty early. Day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bright and, and early. Work- and you're working over there at the Home Depot with Kevin, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I kind of got sucked in. Yeah, he it's does what happens that. When, it's what happens when your roommates kind of get sucked into the Home Depot life, so. Well, well, like, you know, if I lived with Kevin, he probably would have done the same to me, honestly. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Yeah, he... Uh, like I'm pretty sure and I'm pretty sure the wayward artists out there listened to Kevin's episode where we talked about like probably one of the most embarrassing moments of my life where we uh, went to Vancouver, like Vancouver, Canada. And he just like took us on a tour of like Home Depot and just mentioned everything in there, like the layout, yeah. like he, he was basically the store clerk in there. And I was just like, I've never been embarrassed before. Like, pretty I'm much. He probably gets paid like, under the table by corporate to just promote Home Depot for the rest of his life. So I, I mean, I bet, I mean, I'll be honest, like not to like, like not, I'm not sure what your Home Depot is like or anything, but like just Home Depot in general, it's just like, it's whatever. Maybe it's because like, I'm a, a 20, like a 28 year old who doesn't own a house, mm-hmm. uh, who doesn't need like the DIY stuff. Like I yeah. just, yeah. Like it yeah. just never really I mean, fascinated. Yeah. Me. If you have a house, it's like the perfect place for everything. You can just, get all at once but yeah yeah and uh josh i'm very curious because like you're a leftover um you we've gotten all the leftovers mostly for the most part on the show but i'm very curious uh are you an artist like you've been doing some art lately what's up yeah i mean i've been doing art like most of my life like kind of dabbling here and there in different things mm-hmm. uh i mean i mainly do drawings that's like my favorite thing to do. Um, sometimes I'll switch off with like, if I'm going to do pen and ink or if I'm just going to do a pencil drawing or whatever. But um, for the most part, yeah, I like doing different types of art. Sometimes I'll do painting, sometimes I'll do photography. Um, I dabble in music sometimes if wow. I feel like it. Yeah. I've never seen any of this. How come you never posted about it? Like, I think I, the photography made sense. I think I can remember like your photography. But mm-hmm. like, I don't remember you ever drawing or like music specifically. Like, what what do you make? Yeah. 
Um, well, I don't necessarily post it online. It's kind of just for myself. Uh, I was thinking about creating an Instagram with all my drawings and all my paintings and stuff, but I mean, I just never got to it. So music wise, it was more like I took a couple of years of piano, a couple of years of guitar. Um, but that, that's for myself too, because I'm not comfortable playing in front of people that much. So <laughs> not yet, well, at least. Yeah. Well, you got to play for us sometime. Not, not on this show, but like for the the leftovers i'll do it for our 10 year anniversary our 10 year leftovers anniversary when is our anniversary uh, like i don't know i think it was it... supposed to be uh i'm pretty sure it was supposed to be last year but you know with everything that happened last year that's probably why it didn't happen but mm -hmm. i think maybe next year we might plan something stay tuned yeah oh wow i, I didn't know that maybe we'd be planning something for the leftover party maybe <laughs> I mean, I hope so. Like, I always talk to Kevin, like, we got to, like, we got to, like, got to get on this. We got to, yeah. like, get on. I think, like, we're at a part of our lives right now where we all can meet up. Mm -hmm. We just need to, like, commit. That's it. Yeah. I mean, we've all met, just, like, not all together. So having everybody in the same room together would be really cool. Like, let's do the Disneyland trip that, Kevin, yeah. were you a I part mean, of that? The first trip, no. Okay. I didn't, I didn't meet anybody until 2016. I think, yeah, when I turned 20. Mm -hmm. So yeah, uh, I didn't get to do the first couple trips, but I got to meet yeah. everybody eventually. And when you say you turned 20, how old were you when you, you met like the leftovers? Like actually met? Yeah. Or no, like, no, no, or or like, on, like online. online. Yeah, online. I was probably uh, 15. Damn. Yeah. Like in retrospect, do you uh, did you ever think like you were going to like hang out with a bunch of adults for like the, most of your life? Never, like no, no. <laughs> like, I mean, like it's kind of weird. Like even thinking about it now, just thinking back to when I was fifteen, like I'm living with somebody I met from the internet now. It's, <laughs> it's kind of odd to think about, but yeah, I never thought it would kind of blossom into something that. And he's yeah. and Kevin's like ten years older than you too, kinda. Nah, he's five years older. <laughs> really? I, I was shit. Yeah. He just turned. Oh, he's gonna listen to. It. He's gonna get mad. <laughs> I mean, I no shade. I thought he was. I thought he was turning thirty-one this year. Oh. Like mm -hmm. I like he's he radiates like youth. Honestly, like he looks like like he looks like a a a, a brand new sixteen-year-old. You yeah. know, like every time I've seen him for the last 10 years. He's got those but good like, jeans. Yeah, but I swear to God, I just thought he was going to, he was, he turned 31 this year. <laughs> like it, nothing, like, I just like, I, I guess I just lost count of like birthdays. Yeah. Yeah, I, it doesn't help that I still look like a child, but I just grew some facial hair, I guess. And that's yeah. it. I get but, lost. Uh, how, old are, how old are you again? I'm 28. Okay. Just, yeah, I'm. I'm right there on death's yeah. door. <laughs> I mean, a couple years I, away. Yeah, AKA 30, but which is like, you know, they say 30 is the new 20. So I'm very, I'm very excited about that prospect. Um, maybe the show will blow up and I don't have to work my job. I mean, uh, it's already number two. Yeah, I mean, it, it can happen. Oh, we'll see. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> what are you up to nowadays with the pandemic? Like, um, oh yeah, like, we didn't start off like with who you are, what you do, and how do we know each other? I mean, I guess we kind of did, but like yeah, it's not in bit. that 
yeah but like talk a little bit about more about yourself like who is josh montelongo i mean i hail from the lands of oklahoma um it's a little bit like spokane kind of flat kind of out there but i've heard um, people i've i've heard the term spokelahoma before yeah i can see that yeah i mean it's it's not a terrible place it's just I mean, I lived in the city, so it's not like what you think of Oklahoma, but yeah, I decided after, after I visited here for the first time that I wanted to move out here. So kind of made that my plan. Nice. But yeah, I mean, now I'm here uh, with the pandemic and everything. And I mean, I'm not doing much. I'm just working, but I'm also trying to figure out school and everything. Nice. What made you want to come over here? Uh, just there's so much more to do here and I wanted a change of scenery from Oklahoma. So Washington was kind of my only place that I wanted to go move to. Well, that's nice. Um, yeah. in comparison to myself who wants to leave Washington. <laughs> oh really? Uh, yeah. Like I, I need to get out of here. I mean, it's, it's been a fun ride, but I'm ready. Um, I think the pandemic has kind of delayed a lot of things, but mm. we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, we met through the internet. We met for, through the infamous uh, Daily Booth as per Jericho, Deanna, and Kevin. Um, for the uninitiated at home, because like Daily Booth is dead, like for all intents and purposes. Yeah. Like it, nobody, like th those Gen Z kids, they have no idea what Daily Booth is. Nobody, <laughs> like, hardly any of the millennials even know it exists, so. Yeah, I mean, that's why it, was, it died. Um, yeah. Can you like tell people like what this like magical place was? I mean, I think Dee and uh, Kevin probably touched on it a little bit, but it was pretty much just a photo blogging website where there wasn't that many people on there. So whenever somebody would post, we would have this live feed that would kind of refresh with every post. So you could see literally everybody posting, which was really nice because it felt like a really small community. But it's sort of like just an online version of Instagram. Like you can comment, you can like, you can share, um, you can tag and mention people. Um, but yeah, it felt more of a community rather than kind of like what Instagram is now with like influencers and just, uh, I felt like it was more accessible to just anybody. Yeah. I mean, like uh, there were some influence. Like, I guess at the time, you never really called them influencers, but they were, like, popular YouTubers on Daily Yeah, Daily. there were, yeah. Yeah, yeah I like, remember. Oh, yeah, I mean, ahead. how I met you guys, like, all the leftovers, it was just, like, from going on the live feed and just, I saw Deanna over and over, and then I saw Kevin over and over, and I just kept bugging them. Yeah. And then at some point, we kind of just, like, all just followed each other and became friends. yeah. I mean, I think that's that's kind of how it was, right? Like, I, yeah. I think, I think it was kind of cool when I first saw Kevin. Like, first of all, uh, TMI. Um, it was a thirst follow at first. Like, he was kind of cute, <laughs> but like also like he was from Seattle, and I was just like, oh dang, he's from where I'm from. And I, at the time, I was in Saudi Arabia. I was like, he could be like a friend, you know, mm -hmm. like or somebody that I could. I might might meet one day, you know, like let's let's get to know this person who's from Seattle where I I was born. I was born there. So it was like I think from there meeting Kevin, uh then you a little bit, then um you know, RIP Roman. 
You remember Roman? Oh right? yeah. <laughs> Don't you? Like, yeah, Roman. By the way, uh, wayward artist was a person who stole the <laughs> stole the actual Roman's identity, and uh, it was a fake profile, and. I don't, I feel like my relationship with him was like not fake, you know, like yeah. it was pretty a deep, like, do you ever think about Roman sometimes? Just whenever it's mentioned. Yeah. You know, I hope he's doing okay. Like he, he was like- <laughs> No I Roman never, or like fake Roman? Fake Roman, you know? Like oh, he, fake Roman. He, I mean, like, sure. He stole this guy's identity, but like, he was nice. Like it didn't like come off as like, I don't know about you, but like, <laughs> like it didn't come off to, he didn't come off to me as like manipulative or anything. Mm. But yeah, I mean, that was kind of the point where I figured out that the leftovers were more real because yeah. they they helped me find out that he wasn't real. So, yeah, that kind of solidified that friendship a little bit. Yeah. 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 There was a lot of drama on Daily Booth, let me tell you. But I think that's kind of cool. Like, it was kind of cool to be a part of that. It, yeah. It, and to me, all the people that I did. Yeah. Um, hmm. But um. I was going to go somewhere, but I forgot. Yeah. Daily Booth was basically like Instagram. Mm -hmm. And uh, there were, there were like at the time, like YouTubers, like we never called them influencers, you know, like we never called them like this term or content creators, but like they were just famous people on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I don't remember like ever calling him an influencer or whatever, but I was on uh Kasim G's uh, show that he was doing. And I mm -hmm. think, that's so cool. Nobody knows who Kasim G is, yeah. <laughs> but at the time he was like, and like even Ashton Kutcher and uh, Demi Moore was on it too. Yeah. And that was like just the most random like group of people that was on there. Yeah. And uh, I was on the I Justine show as well, mm -hmm. like as part of her comment thing. Um, yeah. Who else? I got attention. I got like, there were a couple of daily boothers that like, famous ones that were on like there mitchell davis was on there oh um, no you know who like what's his name the one that like the girls all love that turned out to be gay phil phil dan, uh dan oh, and phil dan and phil dan, dan howell yeah. yeah 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 those two like obviously like not queer people you know yeah. <laughs> it's so funny he came out as gay like uh, like a couple years later mm -hmm. um but good for them you know yeah um but anyway, Josh, I would love to learn more about you. And we will, because this is Wayward Artists in a Wayward World, where each and every Sunday I sit with a wayward artist and we talk we talk with a person. I sit with a wayward artist and we talk about something or someone they're thankful for. That's the spiel. Um, we are the second best podcast in the inland northwest, thanks to the Inlander. Um, not to brag, but like that is like half of Washington State. Uh, congratulations to all of us. I'm very proud. Uh, of the way like the wayward artist really pulled through that time um the podcast is based on jared petty show pockets full of soup which is essentially the same idea but it's cool because jared's cool and he's cool with the show um josh i'm gonna ask you the question that i ask people each and every week on this show mm -hmm. uh tell me something that you're thankful for now before we get into it and i'm gonna do the same thing i did to jeremy on last week um depending on if this comes out that same week anyway um you had a very interesting choice because i don't think you were prepared <laughs> was I, I was trying to prepare for it but <laughs> i, I feel like nobody's prepared once they actually start recording because it's i don't know but <laughs> i can't fine. i just can't choose the one person that i'm thankful for because i mean let's 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 see if we can fit in all of them um okay so i think like you want to talk about your 
your parents, cousins, mm-hmm. and Kevin. Yeah. I mean, your parents are like, they're my general choice. Like everybody mostly thankful for their parents. Um, I mean, they helped me out a lot, like through college and uh, getting up here too. Mm-hmm. So I'm thankful for them for that. Uh, yeah. My cousins, they were all supportive. Uh, a couple of my cousins, like Jeremy specifically, he's like, he's the one I could talk to whenever I have like any kind of issues or anything. He'll like talk to me and help me through it. And uh, uh, my friend Gabe, same thing. If I have like any kind of, if I need like a talk or something, he's always there for like any kind of advice. And uh, I mean, just Kevin, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so cool. I, and I think it's really cool to talk about family because like we're both from Eastern cultures, mm-hmm. you know, um, me from the Middle East and you're from, you know, like you're Filipino. I mean, mm-hmm. like, aren't you mixed? Like, uh, or is it like, are you Filipino? Like, Yeah. Uh, my mom's side is Filipino. Her side, most of them live in Oklahoma. And then my dad's side is Mexican and they all live in Mexico. So he's kind of the only one from his side in Oklahoma. Okay. But yeah, I've got like, I think five aunts and uncles in Oklahoma and then just their kids. So a big extended family over there. Yeah. I got a whole tribe, bro. Like a whole city, like in Saudi Arabia. It's like a whole, call it the Dira, which is like the village, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, of like Somalis. And they all kind of like live there. Um, it's very random to see an Althamali out there in the wild, um, especially an Althamali who is homosexual and not Muslim. <laughs> like there is a lot of like um, Islamic, like religious police Althamalis. So it's like, oh, yeah. I, it's funny I turned out this way. You know? <laughs> I don't know. I mean- like, yeah, I don't know if it's like the Western culture or maybe it's because my mom is American, but it's like. Yeah, but you were born here, weren't you? I was born here yeah. and I was taken away to live in Saudi Arabia, not by choice. And I never liked it to this. How day. old were you when you moved over there? I was about five, you know, okay. and I didn't know Arabic either. So mm-hmm. it was like, Oh, very, very strange. But yeah. you know, we're, we're here. Um, I, I would say we have moderate childhood trauma and we're, that we're trying to deal with, but we're okay at, at the end of the day. Yeah. We'll um, make it through it. Yeah. But I'm curious about you because like you're from the Eastern cultures and Eastern cultures are very much about the tribe, about the family mm-hmm. aspect of it. And you're very thankful for your family. And I'm very curious to know, I don't know if we mentioned on the show or if it was in the pre-show, but what was your family's kind of reaction to you leaving the nest like this to go live with some guy essentially that they've known, they, they had to have known Kevin. Yeah, they, like, met him, they met him a couple of times. So they knew who I was moving in with. Yeah, so, but like essentially you were moving in with somebody that you met with on the internet. Um, So I'm very curious to know, like, what was their reaction to that? It wasn't necessarily like moving with a random stranger off the internet part, but it was more like leaving the nest kind of thing, like leaving the clan, the family behind. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, they weren't necessarily angry about it. They were just more like sad that I was leaving because I mean, we're all, we're all close. So, I mean, like we'll go to each other's houses like every day or just hang out if, if we're bored. But, um, so yeah, it's, it's definitely, it definitely wasn't 
something that they welcomed, but I mean, they weren't very upset about it. They were happy that I was uh, kind of moving on my own way. Yeah. What do you think made you want to move? I know it was like the change of scenery and everything, but like, usually like when people move, at least for me, at least when I think about why I want to leave Spokane, it's just like, I think I've outgrown this city, even though I've been here for about eight years now, like I'm ready Mm -hmm. to like have that new experience. Like I need to get it like financially (laughs) together, but like, um, usually when I think about moving out, it's because like, I want to be a different person and I need to meet new people and I want to have new connections, not the same ones that I have like all the time. Like, um, when it comes to this podcast, for example, like so many people are from Spokane and like, that's like, not like it's kind of by design because I live in Spokane. Uh, but I really want to reach out to like more people like who are not in my circle who are Mm -hmm. like, in different states maybe in a different country we haven't had anyone from a different well i guess deanna if you count <laughs> if you yeah. count canada like i don't count canada in anything honestly sorry it's deanna. kind of it's kind of like grouped in with the pacific northwest so yeah pretty much so pretty much america yeah so i'm just curious about you like do you think there was something lacking in your life that you wanted to get out of oklahoma and try washington out not necessarily lacking it was more like i wanted a new atmosphere to kind of grow in a different way. Cause I mean, Oklahoma is kind of a small town feel. So you kind of the same thing, like you said, with Spokane, you kind of outgrow it. Um, and I kind of just wanted to branch out a little bit and kind of start, start fresh a little bit, kind of find myself here if I could. And uh, I mean, there's a bunch of different reasons. I kind of, I don't make the decision kind of on one reason but it was uh also I just didn't want to get stuck in Oklahoma Mm -hmm. because I was going to school there for in college and uh I figured I'd take some time off and then try to get back into it over here when I come over here so the the whole year before was kind of just like prep to try to move over here okay and I was just like kind of finding for like the right time the right opportunity and what better time than the middle of the pandemic yeah I mean, like, yeah, perfect time to find yourself. I think a lot of people are uh, trying to figure that out about themselves. Like, I know even me, like, I've been struggling to Mm -hmm. figure out who the hell am I in this universe. Um, But, yeah, like, I think it it sounds to me like you kind of, you need to stretch your wings. And now it's been like a year since you've been there. Like, do you feel like you've grown at all? Like, do you feel like you found the answers yet? Like, I mean some maybe but uh some things you can't really solve just by moving is what I've learned too but um yeah I mean I've I've enjoyed my time here I love it here I I wouldn't want to move back but um yeah I mean I've I've definitely grown in like my way of thinking about you know like living out on your own or uh being away from your family or just kind of like what family means to you mm-hmm. and yeah yeah how do you think that like influences your art because like again um i guess i don't really know too much about your art like what mm-hmm. where, where do you kind of draw from like what's your where, uh, where do you get your inspiration from i don't so with art it's more so kind of like a an outlet 
of just like if I'm bored and I need to kind of get away or something or I'm kind of like lost in my head I'll just start drawing something it doesn't have to be like I don't know my art doesn't necessarily mean anything in terms of like my emotions you know uh, okay. it's kind of just like an outlet of like kind of not a distraction but kind of a way for me to kind of just I don't know how to explain it. I don't know that there's a word for it. Like there's a phrase for it, but to kind of get away, I guess. Mm-hmm. And to kind of pass the time. So, um, I mean, here, since I've moved here, I've kind of done a couple pieces just whenever I've been bored. Um, music, I haven't really gotten too much into that since I moved here. I thought I would have the free time. Like I thought I would have a lot of free time to just kind of pick up the guitar and just learn, just anything create things but I don't know it's kind of just been something that I kind of pick up and put down yeah that's adult life man yeah it's always there though like I mean if I just want to start something new I'll just start something new it's not it's not necessarily like something that I'm always doing if that makes sense yeah no that does make sense I think like uh, I want to like kind of course correct you there, but I think like all art in some ways like is uh, influenced by our feelings, you know, mm-hmm. whether we realize them or not. Like, yeah, we, fe- yeah, we felt uh, like I would draw Mickey Mouse or something like that, but like I was kind of drawn to it. Like it, it made me happy, you know, mm-hmm. like I think art does have an influence on like our emotions in a lot of ways. Yeah, and there's definitely some pieces that I've made that are kind of emotionally based, but not many. Um, I mean, there might be an underlying aspect to some of them, some of the ones that I've done, but uh, yeah, for the most part, I, I wouldn't think so. Yeah. Do you think um, you moving specifically, were you trying to, do you think maybe a, a part of you wanted to kind of like also get away from your family in a sense, like not in the oh, I hate my family. I got to like get rid of them or something like that. But like talking about that change of pace, like talking about Mm -hmm. um, like spreading your wings out and, and, you know, like despite like, you know, we do love the people that we see every day. Sometimes they can like, they can grab you by the throat here. And like, you're just like, I need some, I need some space, man. I need need to back away from you. Like, do you feel like a part of you needed to get away from like that whole cultural um, like way of life like like the cultural way of life the family way of life the traditional you know eastern Mm -hmm. like way of life like do you feel like maybe that was also like what what was calling to to washington for you that could have had something to do with the two i mean i don't want to say that i was trying to get away from my family but yeah uh probably probably i probably did want to get away from like the way that the way of I don't know how to explain it. Uh, the way that they oof, it's gonna be bad. Um, <laughs> you have to say it if it's gonna be bad, bro. <laughs> no, uh, I'm trying to phrase it to where it's not sounding bad, but um, just kind of like the way that you're that we were raised. Mm. Um. I kind of just want to experience something else or kind of like kind of form my own way, you know, kind of make my own decisions. So yeah. 
I think that was mostly it. Yeah, because like you know that like like we talk about like that Eastern culture is very, um, it's very much you know at least on my end as like the older person like I don't know if you have like an older sibling or something like that but like the older son of the family is like the the matriarch like of the dad like he he's got to like take over everything like after like the dad dies like in most cases in some cases but I feel like in my family like that was the case like there would always be this conversation with my like with my siblings like what if our dad died you know and again like we weren't really connected to our mother at the time because divorce and all that there was like the conversation of like if our dad died like and I was in the states like do I go back to Saudi Arabia to like take care of them and I used to have that mindset of like being worried about it like worried about like oh I need to go back to like take care of them where it's like now I don't really think that way anymore like Mm -hmm. I'm very much trying to think about me and what I've been trying to build here and what I'm trying to create here and nothing on earth will separate me from what I'm doing like heaven or hell (laughs) um like I um I plan to be in the United States for a long time mostly because you know I'm not Muslim and I'm gay so I can't really go back but Mm. um no I see what you mean like it's not really necessarily a bad thing by the way not to interrupt the whole thing could you like is there a way to like move your laptop like just a little bit so it's not showing you oh yeah middle there we go there yeah I just want you in the middle Okay. Yeah, let's get in the middle. So, yeah, we, we, we want to see your whole body, bro. <laughs> uh, you're you're kind of like slipping to the side here. Yeah, my chair is like kind of slipping that way. No worries, no worries. Anyway, like um, I can see where you're going from. And I think like a lot of people like need to understand, like it's not like a, oh, I hate my mom or I hate my dad type of thing. It's more like, mm-hmm. yo, I, I want like, I want to be like an individual. I want to be like, yeah. I want to do, I want to do me. Like, yeah why do I have to be responsible for like our legacy? Yeah. And I mean, with my mom, it was more so like, she kind of just had this mindset of like finish college and get a good job. And you kind of like that viewpoint. Mm -hmm. So I kind of just needed a little bit more time to think about it, like to think about the kind of my future and what I wanted to do. Cause at the time I was going to school for architecture and I didn't feel like I did one year and I didn't feel like I was putting in my best work. So I took that year, another year off to kind of recuperate and kind of make sure that this is what I wanted to do before I, you know, go through all this school and all this debt and everything just to end up being stuck in Oklahoma and not wanting to do that. So yeah, yeah uh, there was some of that, but um, yeah, I mean, it is weird seeing, my family now like through you know social media or like facetime and just seeing them grow and without me there and like babies are being born and people are getting into relationships and it's just it's, it kind of makes me miss it a little bit like the whole family aspect of it like all the get-togethers but then again i'm like this is what i wanted and uh i mean if i if i'm there all that's going to happen anyway but i mean what am i going to do with myself so yeah i mean yeah i'm a firm believer of like taking care of yourself so kudos Mm -hmm. to you like that's um it's hard especially like when family uh in our cultures is like so important you know what i mean yeah um and there were like some there were some pretty tough days in the beginning of it where i kind of 
you might have thought I made a mistake by moving here. Yeah, I mean, but that's probably... I mean, I mean, overall, I I don't think I did because I'm pretty happy. But yeah, I mean, you do miss it. Yeah, I mean, that's a valid thing to think. You mm-hmm. know, like to think like, oh shoot, you make you're making a big mistake, especially because mm-hmm. like because I think the weight of the situation is you realize like how much you're responsible for. And um, I think that's why I haven't really moved out. It's because like, I'm not ready to like, like I spend so much money, dude. Like it's, <laughs> yeah. like, I can't imagine not spending all this money that I have yeah. <laughs> on stuff. Like it's just, it's crap, but it's like, man, I don't know. Like, ah, it, it, it is, it is a scary thing to think, but I'm ready to do it. Like, mm-hmm. I just need to, I need to get financially stable, which is, you know, unfortunately under this capitalistic hellscape that we live in, like that's like um, the condition of making money to do what yeah. you want. Um, what was your cousin's reactions? Cause like your parents like were pretty mixed it seemed like, but now they came around to it. But like, what about the cousins? Like, cause your cousins mean so much to you. Yeah, um, I mean, most of my cousins were really supportive. Uh, they were the ones I kind of told first before I told my parents to kind of get their reaction and their like advice of like, like, am I making the right decision? Like, what do you think? And I mean, they all like, they were all pretty supportive. Um, they're, I was probably more close with my cousins and my friends. So yeah, so their advice was like really important to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think any of them really reacted in a bad way to where I shouldn't have moved, but yeah. So that made me pretty happy. How many cousins do you have? Oh um at least <laughs> at least 30 damn look at it's you. kind of spread out because my dad's side is probably at least 10 uh my mom's side is probably at least probably at least 30 because we're kind of spread out there's a bunch in oklahoma there's some in california um the east coast a um, bunch in the philippines and yeah a couple here and there but yeah yes. we're all we're all spread out yeah. How are you feeling? I'm very curious now because like you, you have all these cousins and like, now you're mm-hmm. like all alone, like mentally speaking, like, how yeah. do you, like, how are you handling like this move? Like, do you think it was, I, I mean, mean, like, I'm sure it was for a good choice, but like, uh, you also mentioned those dark moments too, of like regretting being here, like, like yeah. at some point. So I, I mean, can't imagine like being in such a big family only to like leave be yeah. yourself. Uh, we like through the past year, I mean, since everybody's been kind of cooped up inside, mm-hmm. we've been FaceTiming a lot, especially one of my cousins. She just had her baby last May mm-hmm. and she kind of didn't want anybody in her house to kind of, you know, she's just being preventative in that way. Uh-huh. So we kind of FaceTimed like every other day. So we had a good, pretty good kind of communication of like the bond was still there, but, um, yeah, like, I mean, physically wise, it's, it's been a little hard. I mean, not, not too difficult, like emotionally, but yeah, I mean, I do miss having like game nights with them and, you know, watching, watching basketball games or just like, hanging out for no reason and just going over there. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm able to visit like at least twice a year. 
is kind of like the the rate that it's going. So I'm I'm still able to see them. Yeah. Do you um do you have a group with you now in Seattle that, now that you moved in besides Kevin, obviously? Yeah. I mean, I've got I've got a few work friends and mutual friends with Kevin. Like we've got yeah, pretty good group that we go to like on hikes with and go watch movies. So yeah, there's a pretty good group over here. Yeah, so you're not totally alone. That's no, I don't, I don't, I don't, I've never felt like alone, alone to where I'm just sad about that. But, you know. Yeah, speaking yeah. of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's, that, that's welcome to my life. <laughs> yeah. Um, so no, yeah, like it, it's, it, it definitely does sound hard because like you, there are so many people like I, I do come from like, a, like same deal. Like my family, at least on my father's side, Mm-hmm. was about 30 aunts and uncles like cousins abundant you know I was never really close to them though I was as like I wasn't as close to them as you were to your family um mostly because like of just family stuff but it, it gets to the point sometimes where I'm like you know I this last name business like I kind of want to change my last name because it's like I'm not really connected to this family and the way I should be and like why should I continue on this legacy type of thing stuff that brown people talk think about probably <laughs> like i don't know um but it's uh, it's just it's it, you can't really underestimate the fact that like how important family is in like those kind of cultures yeah and um it's it's good to hear that like you're thriving it seems like like on yeah. your own here in like washington but yeah and i'm like totally content i mean I'm not saying this like as a like I don't need friends, but like I'm content with being alone too. Like I can find a way to pass the time if that be like art or running or, you know, finding another activity, like I can find something to do. Yeah. And I think like being alone, um, being lonely and being alone are two different things, Mm -hmm. you know, like I think when one is alone, like, yeah, you can like occupy yourself uh, and do stuff, but whereas you're lonely it's this like it's like an empty feeling like you don't I guess like you don't really feel like you're there you know like Mm -hmm. you feel like you're disassociated like from everyone in the room like you could be with an entire group of people but still feel like you're the only person in this entire group and that's that's kind of like where my mindset is anyway or at least how I felt ever since I was like a kid yeah um So I think like there's a difference between the two. Like, yeah, I thrive being alone. Like I do most of my stuff alone, but being lonely is tough. Mm -hmm. And um, it sounds to me like wherever you go, you like, you you find your people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I felt, I mean, not fully lonely, but I feel like I had that feeling more in Oklahoma than I do here. Yeah. Just because, I don't know, I felt like there was that pressure of like, hey, I haven't talked to this friend in a while. I need to go hang out with them. Or, hey, I need to go hang out with them because I haven't talked to them in a while. And, like, you kind of just, yeah, kind of just forget about friendships over there. But um, with, like, me visiting now, I could just, like, hang out with all of them in one go and then just come back. And then a few months later, you know, go back. Yeah. But, I'm, I'm curious because I want to get into the Kevin Berry portion of this. But, like, Kevin Barry portion. <laughs> yeah, the, the we already guy, had that. Yeah, I mean, like we have to talk about him, right? <laughs> Unfortunately, um, I'm very curious to know 
would you be able to move if it weren't for Kevin taking you in? Like, do you think you would, how do you think like life would be different for you? if Kevin Like support there? myself? Well, like supporting yourself and like meeting people and stuff and like having that foundation, like early on, like most people don't have that foundation when they move. So yeah. um, do you think Ke- like Kevin is like an important aspect to your you moving there and maybe finding some success in your move so far i mean he persuaded me to get to the home depot so (laughs) um yeah i mean i i think he played a big part of like helping me meet people Mm -hmm. um that was like one of the challenges that i was kind of challenging myself was like meeting new people by myself you know and kind of making making friends like starting all over and that was like the thing that scared me the most moving here because I mean I don't think I make the make friends quite as easily as a lot of other people but um yeah I mean I I'm pretty sure I could handle it if I if I needed to expound on uh not being able to make friends that easy like what, what do you mean by that just socially, like, I get a little anxious socially. I'm not shy, like, I'll talk to people, but it's like that first hanging out, you know, like, when you first meet somebody and you want to hang out, like, I like to have, like, a group of people to hang out with, like, those one-on-one kind of things, just, like, it takes a, it takes a little bit for me to warm up to people, so yeah, that's why I, like, that's why I make a lot of friends at work, because, like at Starbucks, when I worked at Starbucks, I worked there for six years and we have like a whole group of people, but it's because we were always together and that we were always working together is that's how we kind of bonded. And, you know, like, yeah, that's how you, that's how a lot of people make friends is, is what I've learned is just like being in the same place at the same time, like for long periods of time, mm-hmm. you kind of just develop these relationships and, uh, yeah how do you feel about this conversation like i like i mean yeah i'm pretty comfortable yeah yeah what was your kind of response to like meeting up one-on-one with me and being like hey i want i want you on the show i was like about time i mean (laughs) no uh i was even though like i mean i've i've I've, that's interrupt you here real quick like we like i said we've never talked we've never had that intimate moment and you know, I would consider you my close friend, obviously, but like, I also, I'll be honest with you. I don't really know much about you, Josh. I know. You know, like it is so weird to know yeah. somebody for 10 years yeah. <laughs> and I don't really know you that well. Like I, I, like, I think I know Kevin, Deanna and Jericho more than I know you. And I mm-hmm. still consider you like my good friend. So like, do you think like, like, how did you, how do you feel about all this? Like, I, I don't feel really weird about it. I just feel weird that we never really met one-on-one. I think that's just yeah. because we were online friends. I mean, I, I don't even know why I've never talked to you one-on-one, but uh, I mean, I'm comfortable. I've heard, I've listened to your other podcasts before. So I've heard you talk to Deanna and Kevin and we FaceTimed a couple of times, but with them. Uh-huh. So I kind of like, I know you're, you ask pretty good questions like yeah. you you'd like to keep people comfortable so I wasn't too worried about it I was more nervous about like the camera aspect of it so <laughs> why was the camera aspect of it weird just being on camera you know just I was fine bro what are you talking about yeah 
Yeah. Oh, it's fine, man. Yeah. It's a new, it's a new thing. It's a new thing. Like, I'm not sweating like, or anything. I'm good. Yeah. You sound just a little nervous. <laughs> no, I'm just, that's just, that's just how my voice sounds. You know? <laughs> anyway, bro. Like, I, I just want to like, like talk about like what you were saying about meeting people at work and stuff. It's just like, I think you and I just have like a totally different experience and it's mostly just because, you know, I'm queer. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm Arab and I'm like um, a millennial. Right. And, you know, the people I work with are great. You know, they're very good people. They're very nice. They're, um, um, you know, like a lot of them, like they're pretty good to like be around with, but also they're not queer. <laughs> like they're mm-hmm. not like, they're not like my people, you know, like during this whole pandemic, I, I haven't been able to like connect with like other queer people, like to the point when I actually did, like, it felt kind of weird. It's like, oh, wow, you're, you're queer just like me. And like, I, I feel like I've been talking to straights. Yeah like this whole time and um i guess i never really felt connected to people that like for uh, for a long time because it's really hard to meet other people like me in that space and i mean they don't necessarily have to be queer for you to oh no have a close relationship absolutely not absolutely not but Mm -hmm. like it's just like one of those things right like it's to um, like it would be nice like I i feel like i would have a deeper connection with somebody if they were yeah uh, like you know if they knew what i was going through you know like if they truly did know where i was going where i was coming from you know mm-hmm. that like i don't know how many people can relate to like um our culture for example like or like where we're from like like from the east side and like the you know the big family aspect and like tradition and stuff like that you know there's some americans that do like they they have that but like i guess it's not on a a much bigger scale at least I'd, i've never met anyone like that before um it's you meet a lot of them in saudi arabia but um i haven't talked to anyone in saudi arabia for 10 years now so i'm basically a pacific northwesterner you know? yeah um but, but i mean i think with like work friends you kind of just you're you're kind of in that space together and you know you're going to be with them so you kind of have to find like some kind of common oh yeah interest and everything and just kind of get through it together because I mean, nobody wants to be at work for 40 hours a week. Like, yeah. No, but I, I mean, yeah, you're kind of, you're kind of just stuck with these people. So oh, I'm yeah. not saying like you have to put up with them, but I don't know. I kind of, I like to try to find some ways to kind of just be friends. Yeah. I think like, that's cool too. Like, I, I think it's really nice. Um, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, it'd be nice to like work with some queer people one day you know this is like we could be gay together you know (laughs) you know the people i work with like i said like they're cool and we can have conversations with them and stuff like that and and it all depends on like where you work too because at starbucks like we were all kind of a little off and like a little odd in some sort of way so i mean you kind of have to like a lot of gay people are at starbucks too (laughs) yeah yeah like it was your team like am i making the right like perception of I mean, yeah, there were there was a good chunk of my like coworkers that were queer. So, I mean, yeah, I got along with everybody though. So, nice. there weren't there weren't too many people at my store that were like I couldn't work with necessarily. So, yeah, oh boy. I mean, like one day I, I'm going to talk about the people. 
that I absolutely could not wait. Uh-oh. But like, like let 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 uh, let's hope this podcast doesn't blow up. You know? <laughs> We're gonna like out some people here. You know what I mean? <laughs> but you might know, have like, to cut this out later. Oh, it's good. It's good. You know, like right now, um, it's nothing that therapy can't handle. You know, mm. <laughs> we talk about it in therapy. But um, I want to go back to you, Josh. Um, let's. Um, like, what are your plans for the future? Well, I mean, my plans were to, my original plan was to take a year off of school, save up to move over here, take another year off, and then come back to school with, you know, in-state tuition, so it'll be a little cheaper. Um, I was going, wanting to still go to school for architecture, so that's still kind of in the plans, but who knows, it might change, like, I'm still kind of figuring it out. And I mean, most people in their 20s are kind of just going through the motions and kind of trying to figure it out. So there's that part of it. But I mean, other than that, I don't really have many plans. I kind of just want to enjoy living. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's good to hear because like, I feel like for me anyway, during this pandemic, like I, it changed my whole trajectory of like, yeah my career because like you kind of avoided that like fear <laughs> yeah of, like you know that that architecture maybe wasn't totally your thing anymore yeah. at least like right now anyway like who knows like if you'll go back to it but you know for me I've already graduated and I don't think theater was for me you know after, I mean like, sometimes that happens too like you kind of you finish and you get through it and you think this is for you and they have a change of course I mean you're not going to want to do the same thing your whole life. You're going to oh, yeah. grow and develop and then change. So it's probably just, you know, your moment to kind of change things and develop. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. That's kind of like what we're going through right now. And yeah, it, it, it is not easy. Like to just be like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to like take a year off of school or. Yeah. You know, it definitely after. wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and like, it's it, like, it, it's hard to like underestimate, like, cause I think we grow up with this like perception of life, or at least like, you know, we love our parents. Uh, Our parents are great people, right? But like a lot of like our older generation, like really put into like our brains that we need to have this all set in college, like our trajectory. So it's just like, oh, you're going to be in architecture. That's it. You're going to be in architecture for the rest of your life. Yeah. Like that, that's it. Or you're a theater artist. You're going to be a theater artist for the rest of your life. And it's just like, um, there's, they don't really give you like room at least in my perspective anyway I don't know about you but like from my perspective anyway it was just like you had to pick something and like stick to it and it's just like if you don't know what you're gonna do after you graduated college like you wasted your time and so I'm trying to like erase that stigmatism you know like I'm trying to like figure out what my life is like after college and stuff like that so like kudos to you like you're you're in the process you I think you kind of nibbed it in the butt a little bit yeah. early on, especially like not being in total debt. I'm grateful I'm not in debt, you know, like for college. Yeah. So um, if I was in debt and I didn't like theater, boy, like I would probably, I've talked about that more. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like that was a really tough decision, like to take that year off. Cause you know, like they always say, like, if you take a year off, you're going to get comfortable. You're never going to go back to school. And I mean, it's been a couple of years, so it's not maybe true, but we'll find out. But um, 
Yeah, I mean, that year was that year off. That first year off was really nice because I got to work for an airline and uh, got to travel like to so many different places and just uh, kind of figure out myself. And like I would go to a city and like spend the day there and just draw like buildings and kind of realize that I do love architecture and buildings. And uh, yeah, it kind of just like opened up my eyes to that. And then I kind of fell in love with that part of it. And, but um, yeah, it was, it was a good growth, growth experiment. Yeah. Where do you think art fits in to all this? Do you think you'll be a, an artist? Like, uh, like, will you, will you actually show your art? Like, cause I yeah. think, I mean, I, I post it every now and then. Like if I'm comfortable, I'll post it on my Twitter or something like my like step-by-step of like my drawings that I've done. Like do I just have, finished it. Not to interrupt you, but do you have any, like anything like you can pull out? Um, right yeah, I can, I can pull out my painting that I just did. Um, yeah. So for Kevin's 30th birthday, I kind of, I like to do personal things if I can, but um, I took a picture of his cat one day. I think it was like a Halloween thing. And she just had like a little red cloak on her and it kind of looked like that girl with the pearl earring drawing. Oh, painting. oh no, yeah, no, I remember picture. that. Yeah. Yeah, so I thought to myself, I was like, that would be a good painting. So I painted it and uh, hold on, let me grab it. Yeah, for the audio listeners at home, I'm so sorry that you probably won't be able to uh, see this. Uh, Josh went out, <laughs> we'll probably cut this part out, but maybe we'll keep it in. Um, good times here. Um, where is it? Hey, right. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, I mean, it was like my first painting, but it took me like a few months, but it turned out hey, to be like that. That's so dope. that's sick. I was pretty proud of it. But yeah. um like you yeah, got the shadows so, and everything. Like for that initiated yeah. at home, that's uh Kevin Berry, uh friend of the show's cat, Paris, who's a white cat, and it's got like a little red cloak over it, and it's inspired by the girl with the pearl earring, right? Yeah. Nice. And Dude, um, that's that's actually really good. Why don't you like pursue this like what's me what's stopping you from that i just don't feel like it's like a reliable thing for me because with the art i kind of just like i have to be really in a certain kind of mood to get into art yeah but um i mean whether that be like an assignment or something that that'll kind of boost me um if it's a gift yeah that'll boost like kind of inspire me a little bit but uh it's not something that I'm like constantly doing and I'm like, I'm always changing my, like the kind of media that I'm using. Like sometimes I'll want to do like film photography or something and kind of you focus be, on that. You can be an interdisciplinary artist. Yeah. 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 But I don't, I don't think it'll be like a, I think it's more just a hobby for me. I don't want it to become like a career in a way. I think that's totally fair. I feel like also that's the other thing that's that's the kind of like the problem with the art landscape nowadays is like we're always trying to find a way to profit out of, off of things. Um, mm-hmm. Like you don't necessarily have to profit out of your art. And I think like that when you said that, oh yeah, it's more of a hobby. I got to get into like a, excuse me. Um, I, you have to get in a certain kind of mindset and everything. And that's kind of how I feel about writing. Like I know I can write really well. It's just that I need to get in the mood. I need to like, like talk about something very specific for mm-hmm. me to um, like 
be able to like write as well as I do. Cause like when I write, I write, man. Like when I write, mo- when I wrote my email to like Jared Petty, the, the podcast dad, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, who we mentioned in the earlier in the show, like he was very moved by it. Like he said it, like it took him like three days, like it had to take him a while to like actually respond back. Cause he was kind mm-hmm. of taken aback by it. And then like, I, and in, in therapy too, like I, wanted to write down to him and I feel like I should do this more often, but I wanted to write down like how I was feeling at this moment. And because it's my therapist, like I can name names of people who piss me off. Um, I can name, I can talk about things that I feel like it would get me kind of not in trouble with other people, but it's more like, Sid, why would you say that? You know, like, why would you feel that? I mean, like, cause that's, that's therapy. We're, we're like, we're trying to process and like dissect everything. So we have to you have to be honest in therapy <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. Like, why would you lie to your therapist <laughs> about how you feel? You're there to like become a better person. Yeah. And he was kind of also taken aback too. He was like, wow, this is like one of the most well-crafted letters that I've ever received, like at my job, you know? <laughs> and it was funny because like, he had to like preface this, like, not that like any of the other letters are bad or anything. Like these are people's like mental health and stuff, but like yours is like, well thought out and well constructed it must have taken you it must have taken you days to write this like letter and i was like this i took i wrote this letter in 10 minutes (laughs) yeah it's really (laughs) special yeah i mean like not to like brag or anything but it was just like it came up in here and like in here you know like that's that's when my best writing happens um and i feel like that's i put a lot of pressure on myself to like write uh from here and there when it's not genuine you Mm. know uh, guys i'm i'm pointing to my heart and my my brain like, yeah mine and <laughs> my mine and soul mine and heart for the audio listeners sorry guys this isn't a visual this is a visual podcast now <laughs> apparently um, yeah yeah um we're kind of coming towards the end of the show here josh and i'm very curious um we talked about your family we talked about your cousins your mom and dad fa- uh, cousins and kevin barry you know uh pretend they're all in the room here right now with you um, what's one thing you want to kind of tell them at this very moment? Um, I'm doing all right. You're doing all right. Uh, thanks for being there for me. Yeah. You're awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, can't think of much more to say than that. What do you got to say to Kevin? Uh, hey. <laughs> what? What? what Let's let's change the let, let's change the message for Kevin here because like he's gonna listen to this in a few weeks. Um, what do you want to remind him? <laughs> um, this episode. It can, you you can be know. legit. I think, you, can be, you can be like legit and like come from the heart, or you can bullshit it. Like I'm I'm totally. Um, I think you need to change your cat litter. Uh, it's been a couple of days, and I think yeah, just need some changing. It's kind of smelly. <laughs> um, I don't have anything to say to him that. I want to, oh shit you don't have anything to say to kevin damn i mean harsh. no not not that's that i can harsh. say to him in like an hour when he comes home like <laughs> <laughs> um pretend like you'll never see him again like what's something let's say what's something important that you want to tell him um thanks for opening up your house to me like yeah. thanks for being a good friend um yeah, I mean he's he's probably my best friend. Like we always 
was always down to come down to Oklahoma if we wanted to see like a 21 Pilots concert together. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, can't really find another good friend like that. So, yeah. yeah. You know, um, as much flake we give Kevin sometimes, like he is genuinely a good person. Um, I can't imagine. He has moments. He has moments. All right. We're not going to give Kevin too much credit, I guess. <laughs> yeah, don't don't blow up his head too much. Like, don't, it's going to go to his head. Do you remember in the Christmas special where he like basically kind of took over my show? <laughs> Pretty much, he was the director. <laughs> yeah, produced the whole thing. Yeah, that was. Yeah. we're gonna do, we're gonna do a part two. Like it's fun. It's gonna... almost time again, which is crazy. Yeah, what, do you can you believe it's been a year since this? Yeah. Pandemic? Remember, we wanted to start our own podcast, our Leftovers podcast, and that never happened. Yeah, I mean, for for better or worse, I think that was for the best that it didn't happen. Maybe. (laughs) Like, God knows. Like, like I... It would have been fun. It definitely would have been fun. It would have been fun. It might have been short-lived, but it would have been fun, at least for a couple episodes. Hey, you know, it gets to live on in the Christmas special. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, um, but I think, like... You know, to, to be real here for a second, I'm very grateful that all these collab videos that I did with these like collab like friends of mine, like on Daily Booth and, and such, I'm mm-hmm. glad that I deleted every single one of those because <laughs> they were cringy as fuck. The collab uh, ones? Which ones? A uh, different group of people, but like, uh, oh, okay. yeah, there's like video of me like doing vlogs and stuff like that. Oh, and okay. I'm very, very grateful that they're not in the wild. Yeah, I'm, I'm very grateful that our our tiny chat like pictures aren't available to anybody and i'm i'm pretty glad that all my daily pictures are gone i mean yeah, they're on my they're on my computer it's only i have access to it but um yeah i'm glad that only i can see it and nobody can see like the little description the little blurbs because every now and then i'll get the like facebook memories and it's just me from when i was 13 making a facebook post and I just cringe every time. So every time I see like one of the memories from like the Snapchat or not Snapchat, tiny chat days, uh-huh. I kind of just cringe just a little bit. Yeah, I, I I did this the Twitter thing of like deleting all my tweets because like mm-hmm. I have no idea what I tweeted to other people. <laughs> yeah. So like I think most of my old tweets are gone. So mm-hmm. like it still shows my count, but like that it's not accurate. But um, you know, I'm very just grateful that. I was still a little bit old enough, but like I wasn't young, young, like on the internet. Doing I was young, stuff. young. I mean, yeah, you were pretty young. Uh, you kind of lived mm-hmm. here for a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, um, lots to be grateful for. And I'm, yeah. I'm very glad to like get to know you a little bit more, Josh. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. I, this show wasn't about me, Josh. You didn't ask me. I mean, like I got to know you too <laughs> by like by being on this, so. <laughs> i mean i guess i guess yeah i'm just teasing bro i'm just teasing um well also you listen to the other shows so you kind of i think it's fascinating because like i always say it's the guest show but um like i guess every time you listen to me talk you get to know a little bit more about me Um, even though it's about the guest you know i mean you could pretty much watch all these episodes of the podcast and you can you can kind of see the trajectory of like (laughs) where my mental illness just kind of (laughs) like went down went downhill and i think like in sydney sydney grubbs episode where we talk about bo burnham's inside 
oh that's that's kind of where i am right now yeah <laughs> that was that was a rough one but it was a good episode um but no we we, we learned a lot about different people and i think that's why i wanted to bring you on because i want to learn more about you yeah yeah uh, wayward artists. This is wayward artists in a wayward world. We are in the lightning round questions of the show. Uh, it's a series of five questions that I like to ask us each and every week. They're fun. They're not so quick because we're going to get into them forever. Josh, yeah, are you ready? Like, yeah, yeah, I'm ready. I'm like, I'm opening <laughs> my Spotify because I know that second question you're going to ask, and I'm, <laughs> I'm about to look through all my my playlists to see what I've been listening to. Well, the first question. Yeah, go ahead. Um, first question: What would be your perfect day? My perfect day would probably be if I could have my whole family here. Um, let's see. I would have my friend Gabe. All, and, 30 of your, all 30 of your families. Yeah, they're toward the end of the day. But um, during in the morning time, I'll have my friend Gabe, Kevin, and a few other friends uh, from Starbucks probably. Uh, we'll go on a hike. Bro, well, where's the leftovers in this? How dare you? I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> we'll go on a hike. Uh, we'll come down. I'll have lunch with the leftovers. There you go. You just had to wait for it. What are we eating? Like, are we eating chili? I don't know. What do we like to eat? It, Whatever. It, I don't know. We're, we're going to be deciding for like an hour because we're all indecisive and we can't figure out what we want to eat. Well, I was going to so, say ch- chili, you know. Because chili? Oh, yeah. Chili. Chili yeah. by the lake or chili yeah, by the chili, chili by yeah, chili by the river. Yeah. Um, we'll do that. Um and then hmm. how do you end I would, the night? I would say just spend like spend the rest of the day with my family, like all in the house and just have a game night. Yeah. Because that's what we love to do. So I mean just spending spending the day with my favorite people, like doing things that I like to do. And your family, you mean like also your friends and the leftovers? Because it's like, oh yeah, Dominic, it's like Dominic Toretto and the Fast and yeah. Furious. Said, I don't want to make it. I don't want to make it weird though. Have have too many different people there. Yeah, it's but, you know, it's like uh, it's like what Dominic Toretto said in the Fast and Furious. You know, I don't got yeah. I don't got friends. I got family. Familia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah me familia. <laughs> there you open go. Up a, open up a Corona. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I love those movies, man. Look, uh, kind of funny. Uh, they. Um, the podcast I listened to and uh, oh, I was wondering about that. I was like, those don't look like the original cast. None of those people look like Vin Diesel. So yeah, um, this is kind of funny. Um, it, it's actually the show that Jared Petty was on too, um, but it's a podcast I listened to. Great guys. Mm-hmm. They love Fast and Furious. So that's the posters inspired by that. I've listened to a couple of their podcasts. I think they reviewed a couple of movies here and there. Yeah, they're good times. They're brave people. I want to love every single one of them on the on the show. And we are. We're getting close. Jared Petty's going to be on. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I love that. Um, I love that your perfect day is just like spending time with your family because and friends because that's like everyone's answer for the that kind of question. And I love that. I love hearing the simplicity of it all. Um, yeah. And I think like I know I. I mention it a lot on the show. I think people are tired of it, but I think like we're, we're just so busy in life and it's just like, it's good to like slow down and be with the people that you care about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, we got to get to the next one, which is the hard one for you, I guess. Um, I guess so. Hold on. What's, what's a song that describes your life right now? It could be 21 Pilots. It could be, but 
I don't know what I've been listening to recently. Well, how about we circle back around to that one? Okay. I got I to gotta make, I got to choose the right song. Yeah, what 21 Pilots song describes your life <laughs> right now? <laughs> that will change. The I'm trying way. not to choose 21 Pilots. <laughs> okay. Um, no, oh, on repeat. There you go. Look at that, 21 Pilots. <laughs> Uh, we'll just say, we'll just say Good Day by 21 Pilots, because that's kind of the song I've been having on repeat. Yeah, what's and, it about? I mean, it's about a good day. <laughs> uh, I don't know more of it, it just, it just puts me in a good mood. Nice. Yeah. It, it, w- it would be your perfect day, and you would listen yeah. to that song. There you go. I'll yeah. listen to it 30 times. Do you know where people can listen to that song, Josh? Spotify? close um they can listen to it on the playlist uh wayward songs for wayward artists where it's a relation of like uh songs that people describe their lives right now i I haven't found a good it's kind of a tongue twister when you put it together but it's basically everybody's favorite songs or not favorite songs songs that describe their lives right now accumulated into the podcast into a playlist so you can listen to that you can listen to rupaul's charles uh from rupaul's drag race you could listen to Simple Plan, which was my song. I'm just a kid. I think it's like, yeah, I'm just a kid and my life is a nightmare. That song is mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I might change it. I, I've been feeling a little bit different. Um, but like a lot of cool songs on there. Ariana I think Grande. TikTok kind of ruined that song for me. Oh, which not, not ruined it, but it overplayed it in my head. That I'm just a kid? Yeah. I have not heard that song on TikTok. People, I, I've seen that trend where people use it to kind of show their past picture like their baby picture and then they kind of show what they look like now yeah your t- your for you page must be totally different than mine maybe yeah yeah um anyway question number three what's your third favorite movie uh let's see third favorite movie i would say Because I know my first one's Arrival, my second one's Inception. Third would probably be Wally. Wally, Pixar. Yeah. I don't think we've yeah. had Pixar on the show. Yeah, I love Wally. It's my favorite Pixar movie. What What do you like about Wally? Uh, just kind of like I don't know, maybe because the robot was so alone. <laughs> it was like a, a nice little touching story of him finding different people or whatever. It's certainly one of Pixar's in his most, way. It's certainly one of Pixar's most unique movies. Yeah, you know? definitely. I, especially with like there's no dialogue. And I I just love space movies too. So Yeah. How probably, do you feel about how do you feel about Star Wars? I like Star Wars. You like Star Wars, yeah. I, I like Star Wars. Yeah. I haven't I haven't seen episode one, two, and three though. Really? And I'll probably get a yeah. Probably get a little flack for that. Yeah, I mean, like with the the millennials who, who grew up with it, yeah, you probably yeah. Would, but the the old people probably won't. <laughs> I just I just heard that they're not great. And here's the thing, they are not great. But here's the thing, you've gotta, I heard they're they're good meme worthy wise. So I think if you watch the TV shows like uh, the Clone Wars TV show, mm-hmm. you get a really different perspective and a different like appreciation for those movies. Um, Whereas you just watch them, because yeah, as movies, yeah, they're not good movies. Yeah. I've, I've had I have been watching Clone Wars slowly. Yeah, nice. So, well, 
which season are you at? Because I think the first five seasons are not great. I think I'm on season two. So you're getting it. You're getting it. So very slowly. Yeah, you'll 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 be a part of the fandom here soon. You said the first five seasons were slow. I mean, I think it's either the first three or the first four are just like not great. Okay. Like there's, a, there's some good stuff in that's there. a long way to go because usually people say like oh you got you just got to get through the first season and you're fine it's cartoon network man i mean like i guess it, it was very early in its life i guess it didn't really know what it wanted to be mm-hmm. and then once you get to the new season that they have on like disney plus um that season that is some of the best star wars you, you'll ever see like the last four episodes the siege of mandalore whew, mm. that could be a movie that was so yeah. great but you kind of need the context of like the whole Clone Wars to like kind of get you to where you are there. And especially, you know, Ahsoka Tano's in it. Like yeah. that's, you know, shout out to my girl Ahsoka Tano, who's been through a lot. You yeah. know, people hated her, hated her. I have Even seen, me- I mean, I haven't seen the Clone Wars episodes with her, but I've seen like episodes. How did you not see the Clone through- Wars episode with her? She's in it. No, I just haven't seen like, you haven't seen Ahsoka in two seasons? Is she mm-hmm. not in there? I mean, I probably forgot about it. It's been it's been it's been a while since I've kind no, of watched I, it. So, yeah, but I'm I saw her in the Mandalorian, and I liked her in that. So, yeah, that that was a whoo, that was a big time. It's yeah. a big Ahsoka fan. Like she's in the Clone Wars and Rebels, and just to see that was crazy. Mm-hmm. But anyway, this isn't about Star Wars. Wally, great movie. Uh, also, yeah, uh, I love Pixar. I want to get a Pixar sleeve like tattoo sleeve oh nice yeah that'll be different did you see luca i have yeah oh man it was a good movie i cried in that movie but not because i was sad it was just like this is so wholesome yeah it was a good movie the train scene oh like at the end you know how will i know if you're okay and i'm just like man yeah i did not need to hear that (laughs) that's too sad these two they always like they always have that one moment where it's just like right over the edge i thought i was gonna get through the whole movie without like feeling like you know the pixar way but that that scene almost got to me yeah these two little gay fish man like they just want to live their lives they just (laughs) want to you know be who you are for your (laughs) yeah Yeah. but a bit like the part where he um Luca tells uh, Alberto, you know, like, sea monster. And I'm like, that, like, I got a gasp out of that. I was like, I could not believe that. Mm. Like, Luca was a traitor. Yeah. Class, but he was, he was straight up a class traitor, man. Yeah. But Wally, Wally had that moment too. Whenever. Like, Eva was, like, when Eva was broken. Man, yeah, was toward sad. the end where he was gonna, he was probably gonna die. Yeah. Like, when he was yeah. getting squished by that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was that was pretty hard, but yeah, we're, we're talking about Pixar for a while, but I do want to mention like just one more thing. Inside mm-hmm. Out, I will never forgive them for being wrong. Oh I, yeah, that I think I probably teared up a little bit on that. I I thought like you know I thought he was gonna come back, but it was just like now he's dead. Yeah, he is dead. They killed Bing Bong, and I was like, I cannot believe I'm watching this movie. <laughs> yeah, from the Disney company, you know, like, oh yeah, this this movie's for kids, and like, yeah, we're just gonna kill Bing Bong. Yeah, and not just kill him. He they didn't even just kill Bing Bong. They like decimated him. Like he doesn't exist anymore. I know, but like, they all have that tearjerker moment, and like, you're always waiting for it, and they always deliver. Cause just yeah. 
Yeah. Um, question number four, what is your favorite ice cream topping or gelato or frozen yogurt or whatever you like? Uh, favorite topping, I'm going to go basic and say, oh, ooh, wait. Sometimes ice cream shops have like those little cheesecake bites. Ooh. I love cheesecake, so I'm going to say that. Nice. I think I was going to go basic and say chocolate syrup, but no, those cheesecake bites. I think Sydney in her episode, she mentioned cheesecake bites. Oh, really? Yeah, good choice. Um, I don't really know if I have a favorite. I like rainbow sprinkles. I mean, obviously, but Mm -hmm. like, (laughs) um, but it's, I don't really, I'm not really conscientious about it. I'm more of a milkshake guy, honestly. Like whenever I'm going to an ice cream place, I get the milkshakes. Yeah, I rather have something to sip on them. Yeah, Yeah. I feel that. Uh, Question number five, speaking of candy, uh, left Twix or right Twix? I'm a lefty, so I'm gonna have to say left Twix. Nice, nice. I we're gonna we're gonna make a poll one day. I yeah, I was gonna I was gonna ask what your count is for left and right. I think left is pretty dominant. Yeah, you know? okay. Jeremy kind of you know he did the theater thing because he he mentioned uh, left, but he works at like stage left theater because he's the artistic director oh, okay. there. And he but I was like, but don't you mean in that case right because you it's stage left? <laughs> so. He picked right and then he picked like it's kind of like stage left if you're like a theater person. Right. Stage right Twix. Yeah. Stage right would be left. Okay. So stage left and stage right are the opposite. So okay. if I'm right-handed and I say stage right, I mean the left hand. Okay. I'm confused, but yes, okay. <laughs> oh no, I it is very confusing, but um, yeah, you kind of get it. That's the that's probably like that's five years of theater. Like I can tell the difference between stage left and stage right. Yeah, that's probably one of more the, the one of the more basic things about yeah theater. I mean, yeah, I guess I, I like theater. Theater education is so weird because like they're really they try not not to get super philosophical about it, but like I'll, I'll just say it real brief here. They're trying to like you know condense and like box something that I feel like shouldn't be you know like it's performing Hmm. arts like it should be it should be like i don't know it should be like art you know you think they're trying to like place like a structure to it when there should be a structure okay not necessarily like i feel i feel like their structure is good for a Hmm. lot of things like i think structure is important but i feel like uh, in theater anyway like they try to make it like the fundament like that fundamentally theater needs to have a structure and i'm like nah man like there's no one way to do theater you could do theater however you want essentially as long as you have the technique you know as long as you're good at your as long as you're good at your technique and what you do it's kind of how like architecture school is like the first year they kind of teach you to kind of be a little structured but they also want you to like to branch out and embrace like your own kind of creativity Mm -hmm. but yeah and i think after the first year you're kind of like you, they want you to just fully branch out nice. but they still kind of want you to have those little structures kind of like loosely using those structures that they mm-hmm. kind of formed and everything yeah well josh i'm getting very hot in this room <laughs> okay uh so we're gonna be signing off here wayward artists this has been wayward artists in the wayward world uh make sure you tune in to you our youtube channel like comment share and subscribe if you like the content um you can follow us on spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, anything with a cast in it we're there um josh do you have any last words or where can people find you and 
Um, I mean, you can see some of my art on my Twitter, Josh underscore Montalongo. Uh, I don't really have a place for my art. I might assume I'll post on my Twitter if I do. But do it. I'm pretty yeah. sure, like, if if this. I mean, if you're not watching the video and you want to see what it looks like, then yeah, go ahead. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's. I'll see it at that. Any last words, like? Um, no. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for coming. Yeah, this is yeah. fun. This was fun. Yeah, you didn't have to be stressed out about it or prep or anything. I wasn't stressed. So I wasn't you stressed. Were hella, just, you were. You I was were <laughs> not stressed at all. <laughs> Let me just turn this fan on real quick. Yeah. Uh, Wayward Artists, without further ado, it's been real.